Ourselves and I'm Lynn. I'm Mark. I'm Vicki. Welcome to another exciting episode with our newest member and team player and uh, cohort. Yeah. I think you're a cohort. I don't know what that means. Well, we're going to say that it's a good thing. I bet cool. you she'll look it up and tell you. <laughs> That's her thing. <laughs> that is our thing. We have a great topic today that actually we were all just kind of doing the stream of consciousness talking about ideas and Mark was talking about something kind of unrelated and used this term in whatever it was he was explaining and Vicky and I both went, what? That's a great idea. And it's called what we're calling it is the algorithm of recovery. Um, and I will have a definition. But before that, of course, we're going to do my favorite part, First Thought Wrong. FTW. And it's not on us. Yeah, I know. We got the newbies in the house. Giddy up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it actually just happened yesterday. Um, you know, the it's interesting that I'm always creating problems. Um, do they exist? <laughs> not necessarily. Um, you know, and it just had a situation where yesterday uh, was like super busy, lots of stuff going on. And I, I think being busy is great, but um, I forget um, I forget some of the things that are important, right? Like um, <laughs> following through, um, you know, speaking with the person in front of you. Uh, and yesterday was that exact example where I was all over the place and kind of saw the consequences of that, but then turned it into a big thing. Uh, was uh, had a, had a friend um, who uh, was at an event yesterday and and left when I got there, and I was so busy with Mark's stuff um, that I, I didn't even think twice about it. And then later on, someone asked me about that person, and then I kind of caught up with that moment that was two hours before, um, and then reached out, didn't get a response, and I don't know if you're anything like me, but. No news is not good news because <laughs> then I start writing the news. Yep. And I did that. And I, I genuinely created a problem that didn't exist. What, um, made it about yourself? Yeah, no, not only that, <laughs> but like wrote both of our scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, a drama, a drama of life. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, you know, this morning um, when I got the response, it's just, it's funny how uh, reality catches up to my insanity, which is creating this big drama and then getting a response like, oh, all good. Everything's fine. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, so I, I think first thought wrong was uh, just that, you know, I think two right there was one uh, being too busy to be present. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was um, the old jumping to conclusions. And- oh, we are so good at that. We are so good. Well, I mean, we recently just talked about how I had the whole, Fight, hurt, reconcile, and then be done and move on, surrender. Yeah. <laughs> All before I even saw the person. Independently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, I always say this, you know, the first big win for that is awareness. Yeah. Yeah, right. and you're like, oh, snap. Right, but what do I do with the awareness? I mean, because that's, I can also, I can totally taint awareness. <laughs> it's like <laughs> self-reliance has failed me in awareness. Uh, the awareness gives me the opportunity 
to gain some new perspective, and, and that's a challenge on my own. What's interesting about that is if we are aware and we do nothing, mm. that's when it, for me, stacks up on each other, right. and then it becomes this thing where, oh, it turns into an amends. Absolutely. Yep. Not just a daily one. And mm-hmm. I was just talking to my sponsor this morning and discussing how, oh, yeah, I get to do my inventory every night again because I have been missing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's really interesting you say that, Vicki, because that I was talking to my sponsee last week about that because I gave her, I found this notebook that someone had given me a long time ago. So it's a 365 pages of step 10. Oh, okay. And uh, I said, let's start doing that again. So that's been our thing. And I realized how much I'd missed just taking those few right. precious minutes to go review your day. Right. Yeah. What did I do? And it's what I did. What did I do good? Well, and what did I not do so well? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's important stuff. Yeah. So your, your awareness and then acceptance and then action, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, lots of A's. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a triple A. Triple A. Roadside of service. Assistance. Do you have a win? That's a win. T-A-W. Do I have a win? She's putting me on the spot, y'all. I hadn't thought about it. Oh, how about this? We were going to meet for dinner before we went to this fabulous event last night. And I'm like, I'll take care of it because I know Elgin because I was living there and I know all the things. And I had this place in my mind and then I sent the the link to the ladies that I was meeting and I'm watching the direction. I'm like, where the fuck is this taking me? And realize it's not even the same place. Mm. And I was all bent out of shape about it. And it ended up being perfect because it wasn't crowded. It wasn't loud. And we got to really visit. So And there was a really... Cute, adorable, awkward waitress <laughs> that, that <laughs> Vicky really, really connected with on, yeah. on a spiritual level. Yes. <laughs> I mean, when I'm talking awkward, like uh, uncomfortable, a couple of times I just had to look at the table because it was so uncomfortably Aww. awkward. <laughs> yeah, she, she just shared a lot, and it was <laughs> like that she just nervous share, right? Yeah, that's so yeah sweet. I used to make lava bracelets, and my mom says I should do a Nazi shop, and I didn't do a Nazi shop. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> I love that. You know, I said I get her. Yep. The first time she walked away, uh, Vicky and I were sitting beside each other because we were waiting for the other person. And she turned around and looked at me and I said, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> now, somebody said to me when I said, my life is an open book. They said, no, your life is a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is yeah. now. Um, okay, so we're going to do uh, the algorithm of recovery, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had Mark kind of expand on that so that I can find a definition that would actually be uh, to relate to what we're talking about, not just mathematics or a computer Thanks for system. the explanation. Of course, because, you know, I got to over-explain everything. Yeah. So an algorithm is solving a problem by finding the most common divisor in a finite number of steps that frequently involves repetition of an operation. I know that's a lot of words, but these are the things that stuck out to me. Find your common divisor. So the most common thing that people do, an action that people do, um, they do all these different things, but what things do most people do one thing the same, right? Well, and I, the way I think of that is me personally. Mm-hmm. What do I do that gets in the the, way, the visual I have? Like it's dividing my life and, oh, not moving forward or moving forward. Correct, but that's in this in this instance. That's not exactly what it means. Okay, because what we're trying to find is when you have a, a newcomer, someone that's just getting sober. We say call your sponsor every day for thirty days. Right. 
That's sure. a that's a that's a divisor that across the board in recovery we ask people to do, right? Sure. So we have an exact amount of steps that we do so that we can get that repetition. And what I always tell them, it's not necess- it is important to talk to your sponsor to build this relationship, but we're also helping you build muscle memory when you're in trouble to reach for the phone before you reach for a drink or you reach for a drug. Right. So those that's the divisor that I'm thinking of in this particular instance, but I do want to talk a little bit more about your divider wall. Because yeah. I think that is very important as well. Right. Well, yes. and, and it relates in a different way. Yes, exactly. Very much so. So Mark was kind of expanding on that with um, what we find. Like calling your sponsor. You know, you find these these things that for 88 years now have worked yeah. for for us, when you, especially when you're first beginning recovery. But I think it's also really important... 10 years down the road when you got a little complacent and you're like, I'm not going to drink. And then suddenly you find yourself at every stoplight screaming, yeah. um, being angry at other drivers, yelling watching at- billboards and being like, Oh, Victoria wasn't out when I was drinking. Yep. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, yelling at your boss and kicking your dog and whatever it is <laughs> that happens. Oh, please don't use that example anymore. <laughs> I do not, uh, skin a cat and kick a dog. I do not want to hear those anymore. Yes, those aren't allowed. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I meant metaphor. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Don't like the visual. Still hurts. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Poor Frodo. <laughs> okay. So that's my spiel. Can you read it again? Because I'm like, it's so awesome that I'm wrapping my head around okay. it. So we have we're solving a problem by finding the most common divisor in a finite number of steps that frequently involves repetition of an operation. So we have a five steps, twenty steps, twelve steps um, to get something done. Right. Right. And you do it over and over and over until it becomes muscle memory. Right, right, absolutely. And I think that that's where the finite, which we're, we're always against the word <laughs> finite, right, in program. I mean, finite, yeah. what? Well, yeah, finite self. But I think Fine. that it's it, it kind of brings up the keep it simple. Um, that, you know, the, the idea of repetition on a million things is, uh, yeah, it's a bit. It's uh, unrealistic, yeah. and right, and it's all over the place. And I think that keeping it simple, consistent, mm-hmm. and then having that focus points. Um, you know, I, I think too the the idea of repetition. That's what stuck out to me was, um, you know, my especially my grand sponsor thought, word, action, mm-hmm. repeat, 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 repeat. Right, we're not thinking our way into right acting. We're acting our way into right thinking. And that repetition creates character. And I love that he says character equals destiny, right? That that's what, um, you know, that this sort of uh, design for living is is not just walking off into the sunset, but this is about the, um, you know, the action, not not necessarily the results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you could have a head full of what to do. You could have a head full of the steps. If you don't have the actions following it, then you're kind of just blowing smoke. You are blowing smoke. And um, I was actually, it was at a meeting last week, somebody was sharing and they were kind of, it was about uh, daily meditation, but they were clear to point out, and this is where I find action keeps me moving forward. And I think it's so important when you are listening to other people's perspectives, because they can show you something like, it, it never occurred to me to think of that as an action step, but there's always, you know, this opportunity to learn something new or a new way to do it right. and to grow and keep going. Right. And Again, you know, we we build upon what we know right. to make a, a more solid foundation. When you said that, um, the like 
it, the action or the thought, it made me think of, of riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And when you're riding a bicycle, when you want to turn the bicycle, if you stop riding the bicycle to turn, it does not work. Yep. <laughs> so that was the visual I had oh, in my head. That's good. Right? That's I mean, really I, yeah, good. yeah. No, yeah. I, it just kind of reminds me of that. Like the action is, is you know, the thought leads to the action. Mm-hmm. But if I just stay in the thought, um, I can think about turning all I want. It's all not going to turn. That's yeah. right. Yeah. In, in, in terms of the algorithm, so as we talk about social media algorithm, that's, of course, where my head goes. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about TikTok yesterday and how TikTok shows me more of what I like, right? Right. right. And I think that when I am open and taking these actions, so to your point, going to a meeting and meeting someone mm-hmm. that I haven't seen in a long time in my recovery and having a conversation with her and then... Going to last night, seeing that person again and being able to check in and see how the progression has been. I mean, just the the beautiful ways that it just keeps growing if we keep showing up and taking the action. Right. Right. Which is the root of all of it, right? It's just... Well, yeah, you have, you have, I like that recovery is, is not a spectator sport. Mm -hmm. We can, you can watch it from the sidelines or you get involved. And by getting involved, that starts the algorithm. Yeah. Right. Like, like we had talked about earlier where, you know, if I, I am, uh, I, I take a phone call from someone and they ask me, are you going to the meeting tonight? And I don't have any, I didn't have any plans on going to the meeting. Mm-hmm. I had a great show queued on Netflix. <laughs> and then I have that opportunity to say, you know, and it's not about not being able to say no to things, but I love when those opportunities present themselves, AKA the algorithm has now put that in front of my eyes um, to say yes and go. And I did not plan on going. And then when I go to that meeting, mm-hmm. I then run into an old friend and uh, that I have meant to catch up with or, or I meet a new person and I give them my number and that person reaches out a week, a month, a year later. And all of these things are continuously happening. But the more I'm involved, the more, um, the, the more uh, I, I guess the more algorithms I'm connected with, the more exposure and the more dots that get connected, which is kind of another right. way of visualizing an algorithm, mm-hmm. which would be data dots, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, and Vicki said it, the more she watches a particular topic or subject, the more they're going to feed her to that. Right. So if we give ourselves 20 more opportunities by showing right. up at a different meeting or um, going to dinner with a group of people that are in recovery, you've just given yourself 20 more opportunities to solidify your foundation. Right. Ooh. Yeah, like and, and this can have to do, it, this doesn't necessarily have to only deal with going to meetings. Oh, this, yeah. this has to do with every aspect of life. And my goal in my recovery and my growth, my personal growth, is to be able to live it in real life, right? Because mm-hmm. I can do a real good job of being in recovery in the rooms right? Uh, with my people that speak my language. Yep. Right. When it comes to my children, my right. family of origin, my the people... Take it out on the road. Right? <laughs> and when I am able to even expand that and mm-hmm. bring the algorithm into that, right. it it's where... I feel like that's where my spirituality lives, mm. right? So when I am able to actually 
And maybe the, the thing that's coming to my head right now is staying firm in what's good for me, right? So, so living in my recovery, let's just say, so my sister wants to go to a concert that is a reggae concert that I have no business going to, mm-hmm. right? Even though I love reggae music, it's mm-hmm. my favorite. There's just things that happen there that... I cannot partake in. And when she asks me and I say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't go, and she doesn't understand, I don't have to explain it to her. I just get to practice what I've learned Mm -hmm. in my recovery with her, tell her, thank you, I appreciate it, I would love to go, you have fun, maybe we can do something different. And when I stick with that in those relationships, outside, inside, around with myself even, Mm -hmm. it seems like that's when these opportunities, and we were kind of talking about it on a different episode, but that's when these opportunities open up from from my life. Right. I love what you just said, which was um, the idea of like program. This is is definitely not about program. Now, program equips us, prepares us, gives us. So I wrote down that program is the dress rehearsal, right? Life, page 19 stuff, life, health, home, community, you know, strangers, that's the show. That's the play, right? right? You know, and then that's great because, I mean, I think that that's where I just got to see with a family member how um, how blessed we are in recovery to have this constant kindergarten, right? This, mm-hmm. this safe playground to get fit. Right. You know, whatever that means to you. Exactly. Well, and yeah, I agree completely when both of you were talking. I was thinking about, you know, our safe place is in program with people that are in recovery. And the beauty of that is that we learn by their models, you know, right. um, first of all. And then also when we get kind of all out of discombobulated, we have people there that trust and that we trust and that love us right. that can say, hey, Right. You know, maybe there's another way to do this. How's that working out for you, Vic? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where's your higher power in that one? Yeah, where's God in this? And then when we go out into the world, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, we start junior high, which is, uh, I think, the meanest population on the planet, junior high kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can look at the people that are maybe struggling and not as healthy as they could be. Again, no judgment from us, but to not let us... Um, mess up our groove. You know, we can we can still stay in where we are, and it's by learning the pause button. You know, yeah. learning learning that it's not about me. You know, people do things because of what's going on inside of them. It's not about what I did or didn't do. And I learned that because of all this practice of doing the things over and over and over again, listening to people that are right. doing the same you know, on the same path. Right when that's the repetition. Yeah, right? I mean that's that that's where we actually get. The opportunity, unlike other people, we, we're like constantly getting these amazing opportunities mm-hmm. to practice, right? Practice. Practice, practice, practice. Right. And that's where the idea of, you know, what you reminded me of was like when someone had said, have you called your sponsor? And I translate that to like, dude, get your ass together, right? <laughs> like, yeah. But, but that's, we say that, that's a loving way to say it. Mm-hmm. Have you called your sponsor? If someone just says, you're an effing mess. Right, that, that's I'm, I'm not very receptive to that, <laughs> but a, but I can get used to someone saying, yeah, "You might want to talk to your sponsor," and eventually I get fit enough to where someone can say, "Mark, you're out, you're out of your mind," and I can say, 
I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you're saying yeah, call yeah. my sponsor. Yep. Well, and you know that you're really living in recovery. My daughter was really young. I was in the mm. car with her. I was complaining about her dad, who I'm divorced to. And I was blah, 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 blah. And she goes, Mom, don't you think that's something you should talk to your sponsor about? <laughs> so great. <laughs> Lou has actually said to me, I think you should call Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and what a great out for right. that person, it really, too. It's like, yeah. yeah, this is not in my wheelhouse. You need to, yeah. Uh, it's funny because that guy that I work with is early in recovery, and he had some idea about something. I'm like, maybe you should call your sponsor. Have you talked to your sponsor yet about that? And he goes, don't, do you have an opinion? I'm like, no, I don't yeah. at all, period. <laughs> and maybe you should talk to your sponsor. Yeah, well, and knowing your lane is such a powerful mm-hmm. place. And when someone reminds you, because usually, I don't know about you, but when I'm in that dysregulated kind of overthinking whatever place, I don't know what lane I'm in. I'm all over the highway. I'm right. I'm like, shoom, shoom, You're going shoom. from guardrail to guardrail. Yeah, and, and, and I don't care. And someone's like grounds you with that that anchor of, oh, sponsor, or oh, have you gone to a meeting? Or oh, have you prayed? You know, those those continuous actions that you do. Right. And mm-hmm. and what I like about what you said earlier, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or before, but it's the setting aside of things as well. So in conjunction with these anchors and these habits, also keeping an open mind. Right. And that, my friends, is where the magic happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When we let the algorithm show us something that we didn't ever think we would see. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Oh yeah, I love plants, or I love bird watching, or blah blah blah, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really cool. Also, I will say, um, it's while you were talking, I, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but this lady I follow on Instagram, Nicole Neuroscience, uh, most recently she's been talking about procrastination, mm-hmm. and I what I keep thinking of is when we are trying to learn new habits. Um, and we're making new wagon wheel ruts, we can really beat ourselves up about going back to those old habits. And what I need to try to remind myself to be kinder to myself is that it took me 47 years to make these habits. So perhaps I can give myself a little bit of grace that every now and then my first action or thought or whatever is what I used to do. And then I can be aware of it and and go back to my new wagon wheel right and go, okay, you're not as deep, you're not as ingrained yet, but I'm going to give you a chance. And there's a big old term for that in neuroplasticity, how you're creating these new habits in your brain. And what it does is you're creating space between that what happens and how you react. And the more space you create, and that's by pausing, that's by trying something new, that's by, you know, that repetition that still, even though I'm do I've done it a lot for 30 days, again, I got 47 years history of doing right. something the other way. So it just takes a little bit of time and you gotta have some grace with yourself about that. Yeah. Well, and I think that the thing too I get reminded of is um, you know, the the idea of beating yourself up. You know, and I love telling peers this, like, you wouldn't allow someone to do that to anybody else, mm-hmm. but yet I do that without even thinking. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, for some reason, something, and I think it's probably my ego, says, like, this guy needs a stick. Yeah. He does not need a carrot. Yeah. Right? And, you know, and, it, and that's what I do is I smack myself with that stick, although I, I get further away from where I'm trying to get, and I think that the consciousness, the idea of for me to have that thought, man, I forgot the last two days to do step 10. That's a victory. 
Mm-hmm. That's not. It's not a. It's not a failure. Yeah, it's not like you suck. You. Yeah, no, you suck. Right, right. Can't, yeah. But what do you do with that? Right. Because that's where the self sabotaging, the sort of defeatist. Um, no, I'm going to make up a word. Defeatistism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, you know that. That's where I can get stuck in the problem. Is that mm-hmm. I go. Oh, you know, I. I two days in a row I forgot to do it. See, I can't do this. And I don't realize I just gave myself an opportunity to get back on that wagon wheel track. So what do you do different when you notice those do, things? Do, 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 da, da, well, da. I, I think that the idea of giving myself grace is important, but then recognize, okay, if, if I'm frustrated over not doing this the last two days, then do it. Mm-hmm. No, the, the, but I'm stuck on the, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And there's all that time spent and energy. I mean, that's what it is. It really comes down to energy. Mental energy. Right. And, and instead of going in a circle about what I should have done, what I could have done, why I didn't do it, just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Nike swoosh. Exactly. So it's, it's what's coming to me by this is staying in the past and staying in the future do actually nothing. Nothing happens. It's just thinking, expended energy in both. Right. However, if I take that action in this minute, because let's face it, you could do an inventory at any time, in any day, right. in any moment. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we're in it, noticing it and taking the action consciously. Right. Well, the consciousness is the the moment of truth, right? But the truth <laughs> shall set me free or mm-hmm. it shall drive me insane. Right, <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. And I, I, what I'm, my little brain beep, beep, beep going is that the algorithm of recovery equals um, establishing, maintaining new habits. Right. And that is not a perfect linear path. Right. Just like recovery, recovery right. from anything, self-growth, personal growth, personal anything. It's never linear. It's not like I keep moving forward. Right. No. Right. No. Which is why my tattoo is a spiral. It's the, you know, you go through the same things typically. I, okay, I go through the same issues typically. Mm-hmm. And they evolve and change and get less intense. And this was interesting when we had our little thing a couple of weeks ago with the yeah. not calling yeah. each other. I was realizing my fear of intimacy, even with my closest of friends, that I didn't think I had anymore. And the assumptions, and it right? Popped its little head and it up, ju- but it just gets <laughs> deeper. It's just a more sneaky way. Before it was real obvious. I just didn't make a phone call. This time, you know, it was oh. I just was going to avoid the conversation in the phone call. Yeah. Right? So it just gets a little less obvious. You're yep. phasing up. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just so, like a video game. You finish the first level. If they made the first level the hardest, uh-huh. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't You would play never the game. proceed. Right. So we're saying the murkier, the more complicated, the better? The better you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You're like, you're, you're qualified to take that on now. Well, in your awareness of that, this is what we keep yeah. talking about. It's the awareness of that that's the win right. that I heard you say earlier. And when I am numb and when I am even in recovery or outside of recovery, not paying attention to what I'm doing, how I'm affecting others, how it's affecting me, what prices I'm paying for this behavior that's comfortable or mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I'm not at all allowing any algorithm to come in because I'm just doing what I said earlier, dividing it. Yep. 
sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Yep. And putting up those walls. Yeah. Those Ooh, damn walls. But, but the good news is we always get a new opportunity to try again. Yeah. Well, and that's, there's the repetition mm-hmm. too. I mean, I, I think when, when you can realize, cause I, I do this all the time. I get through a problem, air quotes, and then I'm like, that's over with. Oh, right. It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. But, well, and the, I think rabbit. I'm missing the point. <laughs> I mean, I'm missing the point in it. it. This is not about checking off boxes. This is about self-improvement yeah. and improvement comes from the algorithm because the more I'm engaged in the algorithm, the more opportunities I'm getting to get better, uh, do better, you know? Yes. Well, in building somebody else's algorithm. Yes. Right. Yep. You know, like that's the cool Wait, part. Wait, someone else has an algorithm? <laughs> oh my, my brain just fell out. <laughs> oh, my McFly lips. Algorithms on algorithms. <laughs> um, what I was just thinking about too is uh, it's been a, Oh, exactly a year. I started seeing a therapist and I had like four big things I wanted to work on. You know, we've been checking them off and it was kind of cool in January. She said, let's do a review of where we've been and where we're going. Where we've been. Where we've been and where we're going. And I was feeling real good because those big four things, um, although not solved or fixed, um, they're workable now and I I know what to do about them. I have tools in my toolkit to help uh, proceed at a more, because I told her, I said, I just want peace and serenity and that's, that's what I want in life. How do I, how do I navigate that? So that was in January and then February kind of schedules we went to instead of every week, every other week. And one week I'm like, I don't even know if I need to go once a month anymore. Mm. I'm not kidding. The day I said that, something blew up in my life. I'm like, Jenna, can we um, move up our appointment? And it was just like that little reset, thank you, universe, of going, oh, you you thought you were getting too big for your britches, weren't you? (laughs) Right size Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And even though those four big things, it's like recovery. Okay, first thing I need to do, stop drinking. And then we, we, those little complicated, very obscure, really dense things that trigger you now that you th- you thought you'd fix that problem. No, you just have a new way of looking at it. So again, because I've got my toolbox, because of the algorithm, because of repetition of steps in a particular operation, now when I see the things that are giving me angst and I'm getting kind of itchy and uncomfortable inside, I know how to work through it and right. walk through it instead of trying to get around it or hide it or suppress it or deny it. Right. And I got even all that, excited. Yeah, and yeah. even that though, even that I can find myself suppressing. Even that I can find myself in that. And when it mm-hmm. pops up, that oh yikes, I yeah. am totally doom scrolling because I'm upset about someone that told me what to do and I didn't want to do it their way. So right. <laughs> well, and back to we. I think last episode when we talked about I I see what I'm looking with or I hear what I'm listening with. Mm-hmm. That, that leads the algorithm. Yep. You know, I mean, I, I am a participant. I, I'm actually, I'm driving the algorithm. The algorithm is accommodating, you know, my yes. steering, right? Yes. And so that's where that, um, whether it be, you know, I'm feeling uh, maybe unloved, uh, um, maybe let's say taken for granted, whatever it is. Now I'm noticing that 
everywhere. Well, you're building evidence. So our minds are meaning-making machines, and we're building evidence to prove that we're right. Right. So, and what I love about manifestation, this new level of understanding of manifestation I reached recently, was that the universe always says yes. So if Vicky says Vicky sucks, yes. Vicky sucks. If Vicky says Vicky's all right, yes, Vicky's all right. You know, and it's just so simple and also that ego, that little guy, girl, whatever, whoever that little monster can be sometimes just kind of jumps in and and like cannonballs into my peace and serenity because when you were talking about peace and serenity I'm like mm-hmm. oh but how boring and then <laughs> then the ego goes plop oh yeah you, you were bored I'm gonna write the news today uh-huh. right well and that's where I'm, we were just talking step 10 and, and I was talking with the sponsee this morning and like that you could see the light go off with the completion of a step 10 not taking step 10 but the completion on a daily basis when these crop up right like the idea of how do you how do you seal and wrap that step 10 and that was resolutely get to helping another right and Mm -hmm. and i saw i said you know because if i just you know make the amends right i reach out to my sponsor i pray on it and i i own up to what i was wrong to have done I'm still left in a me situation. Right. And it's that algorithm is the idea is like, there's the opportunity right there to now change the trajectory from, yes, I created a problem. I fixed the problem. Now Mark has a problem fixed. Mm -hmm. Now Mark's not in a problem. It's like, I got to get out of Mark a little bit. And then it's that, that kind of, you know, the, the change in the algorithm, which allows me to the more I'm connected, mm-hmm. the more opportunities I have. Because I, I, I remember too, like thinking, oh, well, am I going to call the same person each day? Like, every, I, I might, I might have Lynn on speed dial. I'm like, <laughs> hey, Lynn, I got to talk to you again. And you're like, dude, we just talked three times today. Like, how many? <laughs> how many times do you need a day? <laughs> exact nature of your wrongs is going on. <laughs> Have you called your sponsor? <laughs> yeah, is that something maybe you might want to think about talking to your sponsor about? <laughs> when I changed sponsors, Vicky and I have the same sponsor now, and this was a couple of years ago, and she goes, so, you know, and I'm like, really, I have to do that still, and I have, you know, X amount of years recovery. And I remember I went, okay, and laughed about it about three weeks into it. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so glad that I'm doing this, and yeah. thank you, and right. thank, you know, and a little bit of V, it's like, I really didn't want to do it, but I'm like, okay, I really want to work with her. So what am I willing to do? Right. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, you know, go to any steps. Well, and that's the beauty of the universe, of God, of higher power, of the algorithm, whatever we are calling it in this very moment, is it always turns out to be the thing exactly, the puzzle piece that's needed, mm-hmm. whatever's missing in that moment in my life, if I am willing to take the action... Right always ends up very divinely providing some kind of beautiful or inspiring or sometimes messy solution or a step to me catapulting into another next level. Mm -hmm. Right. It's Yeah, it's opening that door, that portal into the next phase, chapter, whatever it is. And in Buddhism, uh, the unilome is a symbol for our chaos in life. And they always say, there are no bumps in the road. 
those are those are the next challenge. And the, yeah. the more you learn, the more you grow, the bigger the bumps are. Right. Because you need a challenge. Right. Like it's in the video game. You know, if I if I just only did the first three levels over and over and over again, yeah. how much longer would I keep playing? Yeah, I joined a gym that had one machine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have the I have the raddest calves you've ever seen, <laughs> but everything else is lacking. <laughs> That's a sad joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you said about practice, um, and I hope I didn't say this before, but if I didn't, I'll repeat myself. But because that's practicing, right? Right. Well, I remember, I remember hearing uh, the story about this musician, you know, blues guitarist, um, who practiced three hours a day, and and they, you know, and this person said, well, you, "You sell out shows around the world. You've." been doing this for 35 years why in the hell would you practice for three and a half hours a day and he says because i'm starting to show progress right like i'm that's it the idea of like complacency or Mm -hmm. um a time a time and there's the thing too like when did we get the rule book that said you know uh patience uh requirement for patience is to be practiced 2.4 months once you've mastered yeah. that, right, like you can yeah. move on to the next thing. Like mm-hmm. I, my brain does that. I, I think about athletes all the time, and there was a, a story that I read not too long about Jack Nicholas and one of the other. I, I don't know anything about golfers, okay. first of all, but it's Jack Nicholas that I do know and somebody else. Someone came in to play 18 holes, and they, they saw him at a putting green. So they played their 18 holes, which was a couple hours ago. I don't even know how long that takes. Came back, he and his buddy, Jack and his buddy, were still there at the putting green. He's yeah. like, this is like the best golfer in the world. And they went up and talked to him and he's like, yeah, this is what we do. We spend six hours a day on this green and then I'll go to the next thing. Think about basketball players, tennis players. I mean, you do the same. I heard a cool story about Tom Brady. Uh, He was, they were practicing and practice came over and it was storming. So he wanted to practice in the rain. So he had one of his buddies and he said, you want to practice with me? And they were just in the parking lot for two hours while it was pouring, practicing. I mean, that is how you get to the next level is Mm -hmm. even when it's messy and ugly and storming and it's it's continuing to practice. And here's what I'm going to say about recovery. A lot of times I don't want to practice. No. No. But I know that my life, my well-being, my kids' lives, I know that it kind of is completely dependent on that. And right. what I do know about algorithms is if I focus on the videos, like let's just use politics as an example. Yeah. If I focus on the political videos, yeah. and I do watch them and I do, you know, they do pepper my screen every once in a while, but there's a moment when I will watch them too much, and then more will come up. So right. it goes back to this, right. uh, what am I going to practice? Okay, get out of this. Get out of these places that I don't belong. Like there's um, something in Dr. Bob's story where he says, I abuse the right to keep doing the behavior, mm-hmm. right? And and that's what I did. And if I went to a reggae concert, it would not be pretty. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's practicing my things I know that work, being open to things that are possibilities that I see other people doing, and then just showing up. Showing up. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing too, I mean, you talked about, oh, wow, that's this is a first for me, guys. I want to I know if this has ever happened to you. Right as you were starting to say it, it's uh-huh. completely gone. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, I'll have to come up with a term <laughs> that, for that. That has never happened oh, to me. I don't know what oh, you're talking about. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> well, we let him go. It, it was two great episodes, but we had to let the I guy know. go. Well, and uh, right now it's 3838, which is always a good time to kind of do a wrap-up. Golden nuggets. With our golden nuggets. Our nuggies. Our nuggies. <laughs> um, you know, I really, I really like this idea of being in the present moment, right? And 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 building upon what what's already there with this idea of grace and awareness, and not talking to myself in that tone of voice, mm-hmm. right? Because that really is what gets me caught up in this cycle of that hamster wheel we talk about. So that's mine. Mine is, um, Vicky, when you were talking about the universe is going to give you exactly what you think. And again, that's a Buddhist thought too. It's like what I think I create, what I dream, you know. And if I'm if I'm thinking that something's going to be shitty, then it's going to be definitely shitty. Yes. And the term that you said, the a sentence that you said is building evidence to prove we are right. And I get to right. choose what that evidence is. Right. Yeah. That's my destiny. I mm-hmm. get to choose. Right. Well, and I think uh, my my golden nugget was it totally having that blank spot right there because <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> and 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 then in my mind, it actually said like, just make uh, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, mention Tom Brady again. Like I like it's like Mark. Like there it is. I can own it. I can yeah, accept this it. This is what you can do. Tell yeah. on yourself. Right. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Brought back the... She said the title. I know. Bringing it all all back. (laughs) And we're going to tie that one with a little bow. Yep. So like and follow. Welcome our newest member, Mark. And don't hesitate to send us an email. Tellingonourselves3 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. Ciao.